Hello and welcome to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I am your host, Joy Kaya, and founder of Wild Soul Academy, where we have courses and in-person and virtual events, as well as our wild and sacred circle. And I want to welcome you to our podcast. Here we are speaking to the healers, the soul leaders, the individuals who are awakening, expanding right now through such beautiful activations and gateways. And so here you're going to find episodes that will align with you, tap into you, really awaken your soul to come forth and expand and stretch as far as you can imagine. Welcome, welcome and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome wild soul to another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about the seasoned traveler. And I had these words come through in a meditation in the Akashics yesterday within the last 24 hours. And when I heard those words, I knew that there was an important message coming through and that message really felt like it needed to be recorded and shared with all of you. So I hope you enjoy it. Now, when I talk about being a traveler, I am really talking about being a seeker, a seeker of the quest of our spirituality, understanding why we're here, what is our purpose, what are our soul gifts, and how do I live my best life? How do I live a life that is full and blessed and abundant? And many of us have been on this journey for quite some time. And I think at some point we just become seasoned. We've learned the groundwork. We've learned the basics. And now we're seeking that next big aha, that next big understanding, that revelation. And this can leave us feeling disappointed at times. And so it is important that we bring presence that we are a seasoned traveler, that we have been on the path for a while, whether it be our age that defines this or just being an old soul. There are so many ways we can look at this, right? But I want you to immediately bring in that energy of curiosity. Am I a seasoned traveler? Am I someone who wants more and is hungry for more, but often finds themselves feeling disappointed or let down by a book they read or a teacher that they hire to work with because you felt that they were going to bring that next big thing. And when that begins to happen, we start to move our vibration downward, right? We, we begin to become smaller Whenever we are judging, we are small, right? And whenever we are in full curiosity and acceptance, we are, we are big, we are giant. And we really want to bring that intention in to today's episode. That is, we want to be open. We want to feel expanded and we want to allow ourselves to have room for what we're feeling. And so seasoned traveler. Let's talk about a few key points that will help us 
journey and navigate the path ahead as you continue to explore and learn and grow. One of the things that a seeker does is they're always looking and they're always open to new possibilities and new ideas. And we want to keep that in our hearts, but the way we nurture that openness and that curiosity of the seeker is to have a few key things that we're going to touch on today. Number one is to always stay the student. And the, to me, this is the most important thing because oftentimes when we're exploring and we've been on the path for a while, we have all of this knowledge. And even if we're not trying to teach, we end up teaching. It's like this natural evolution of being the student, but it's important that we are forever the student and we can say those words, we can buy the books, we can sign up for the workshops, but when we go into those environments, those containers of learning, you know, how much of it are you really open? Because maybe there is a chapter in that book that you already know, maybe you go to the workshop and the first half of the day is stuff you already know. And so you feel disheartened, like, okay, so the stuff I already know, I was really hoping for that next big thing. And when we say that, and when we come forward with that, we are coming forward with judgment, whether we like it or not. And it's okay. But then it's important that we also pivot our energy and our intention to say, okay, but, or, and I know there is a gem in this experience that I will receive. And that's when we say, I am still open to being the student in this environment, in this container, whether again, it's a workshop or whether it's a book you're reading or whether it's a counselor or a spiritual counselor or a coach you're working with, you know, we just want to be open to what can I learn? What kind of seeds can I learn? And, you know, um, I spoke to this in a previous episode. I think it's really important that we understand that not all wisdom is immediate. Not every idea or concept or thing we learn will be immediately obvious. So we want to just stay open and expanded and trust that there is something we're going to receive from the experience. This keeps us the student. So even when you are teaching, even when you've gotten far long enough on your path that you are now also teaching, it is key and important that we still stay the student, that we play both roles and that we do this in a judgment-free mind space. And that does take effort. And so this is the number one thing in my personal heart that I really hold true is to stay that student. And I battle with this just like everyone does. So I'm not saying it's, it's perfect, but if we come in with that intention of, I will work on staying curious, I will work on remaining open and also recognize that some teachers, no matter how the container is presented, some teachers will align with you more than others at any given time along your path. So stay open and explore the different teachers and the different leaders that can come forward for you. All right, seasoned traveler, what is the second thing that we need to keep and hold in our hearts? It is compassion. 
we want to make sure that we hold compassion for ourselves and for others when we are in that state of seeking and learning. We also want to hold that compassion when we're on our path and and we have wisdom that the person next to us does not have. Um, We don't want to grow, you know, out of frustration. We don't want to start to judge or criticize, right? But when we allow compassion to live there, that also will help heal that wound of judgment. So a compassionate heart is one of unconditional love. It is seeing the individual for who they truly are. It's seeing them through the eyes of love. So compassion is a really important energy that we can bring in to any part of our path as we travel along our own spiritual growth and our own spiritual journey. And this way, when we are, um, joining others in that journey, it is done so in such a beautiful, it's done in a way that's such a beautiful container that you become more magnetic and you call more teachers and wise counsel to you, even in the form of a fellow peer, a fellow student, they can also be some of your greatest teachers. But if we stay there in compassion, we magnetically call them towards us. So it's twofold. It makes others feel safe and loved and accepted. And it also makes you very magnetic to call in more. It's pretty much you saying, if I bring in compassion and unconditional love into any and all things along my path, then I will be met by universal law with more miracles and more magic in my life, right? And that could equate to many, many things. That's that abundance factor that we talk about. All right, beautiful. The third point is patience. (laughs) I almost jumped into patience in that second point, but the third point is patience. How do we instill patience? How do we do this? You know, um, we understand the concept of it, but how do we do that? And I think this is, again, where that curious heart comes in. And um, curiosity is not one of the points I'm making today, but it is threaded between all of the points I'm making today. We must stay curious. We must keep that mind open and our heart open. And we must allow for individuals to find their way. And with patience, we find that we begin to trust the process when we are patient. So this is where trust is rooted. And yet the patience is really the gem that we can give when we're on our path as a seeker, when we are communing with fellow seekers, when we are communing with teachers that we feel called to mentor with at this time, we call forth patience. I think what's really important in this aspect is that we start to recognize here that our greatest teachers are still just like you and I. They are still human. They are still flawed. And the flawed teacher is, I think, the more brilliant teacher in so many ways. You know, their humanness is showing and that feels authentic and real and raw and it feels really important, but we have to give them the patience then if we want them to be that, right? It's okay if they stumble. It's okay 
if they say something that is out of alignment, it is okay. Trust that the next thing they're going to say is going to be back into alignment, right? And so that patience to allow that to unfold is really, really essential. The other part of the patience, the patience with yourself, because oftentimes we will be on our journey and I don't know about you guys, but I'll be going along my way. I'll have an amazing awakening and I'll be feeling really, really good and super high vibe. And then it kind of dissipates and my energy begins to wane. And as much as I understand the cycles and why that's happening, I get really impatient and I really want that big like high vibe feeling again. And when I don't have it, I start to feel a little, you know, whirly, a little itchy. I I just, I, I want that next big thing. And, you know, I'll go into my deep meditations and I'm like, you know, speaking to the council and I'm like, you know, what, what can I, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? And, you know, oftentimes they meet me with you're recalibrating right now. You're integrating right now it's okay. You know, it's like, I always get that message of like, you have to have the wane, right? You have to have the waxing and the wane, just like the moon. You got to have both and it's okay. (laughs) So patience for our own journey and also patience for when we make big mistakes, right? Think about how many times, um, you know, you've made mistakes And you've been so hard on yourself. Well, you have come along far enough now where you're not as hard on yourself. You're learning to forgive yourself. So it's really important that patience is threaded into that so that there is ease, right? There is ease in your journey. All right. The fourth and final point that I want to talk about today is that we, you know, in order to really be that seasoned traveler, we also, and I've talked about it before, we need to be an earthed soul. And when I talk about being an earthed soul, it is really, truly, wholeheartedly about us diving in and allowing ourselves to just be a human being and to recognize that we can be these beautiful souls that want to ascend and want to awaken, but it's just as important, if not more important, that we embody the experience that we are in in this lifetime, that we allow ourselves to be human, that we express our human self at its full capacity. You know, it doesn't mean that we are at full throttle all of the time, but that we are allowing our life to be expressive, to be creative, and to really just, you know, ripple out the gifts of being a human with other human beings, you know, our co-creation between others, really allowing that to exist and to really, you know, honor and absorb these relationships we are given in this lifetime. Um, I will say this, that this has not always been the easiest thing for me. Um, being a spiritual seeker, my pretty much my entire life, I've always known there was something bigger, greater, you know, just from childhood experiences and, and even going into young adulthood, you know, really struggling with 
feeling source energy and knowing it exists and knowing that the other side exists and seeing spirits and things like that come through and come forward to me, having those experiences, you know, it's, it was really challenging at certain points in my life to be an earthed soul, to allow myself to be human, because really I just want to disconnect and just go and be with the other side. And then I started to really allow myself to feel my body. And a lot of that had to do with my near-death ex- experience in 2015 with the birth of my of my youngest. And that's not very long ago, you know? And what happened during that time was, you know, just that, first of all, I had the choice to leave or stay. And I decided to stay. (laughs) And then I had, well, not that it was ever a question. It felt like it was just like an invitation that I didn't accept. Right. Um, and, and then there was the, the, the learning of what does it mean to be in my body? And so I really took a deep dive into nutrition and understanding the mind and how it works. I was understanding my body. I was understanding my mind. So I went to all, I did all this schooling I really just like, what does it mean to be in my body? And I went along for a while and recalibrated all of that, what that meant to me. And then, um, I went going through early menopause and had, um, this really big health crisis come up in the midst of that. And I got really, really sick. And again, tapping into my womb as a woman, what's happening with my reproductive system. And it really just forced me to be embodied. And that's just all happened in the past year, that experience. And so now when I think about being an earthed soul, I think about being an embodied, you know, well focused, um, aware human. And loving the importance of the as above and loving the importance of the so below, but recognizing it is the blending and the merging of those two energies that make me, me. And I want to project that out into the world. I want to be a great keeper of our earth. And I also want to be a great keeper of the wisdom from the divine. And I allow those to merge between me. So you're going to have your own definition of what that feels like, but you can start to ask yourself, am I, do I love my human self? Do I love my body? Right? Do I love the relationships that I have? And you might come across some points that you're not happy with, but I still want you to find a way to not escape from it, but to be present with it and walk into the fear and through it to navigate it. Right? So when we're talking about being that seasoned traveler, the fourth and final point is really key. It's allowing yourself to be an earth soul. Your soul is here for this journey, for this experience, right? Even if there's a bit of a disconnect, even if there's some resistance in it, from soul level, that's okay. We are here to heal those wounds. We are here to learn and grow. Yes. You know, so coming in, what does it mean to be an earth soul for you? And how do I become one? Right. 
And um, I do a lot of this work. I really feel passionate about it. I think it's important that we are honoring these parts of who we are. And I want to encourage all of you who identify with being a seasoned traveler to really embrace the conversation we've had today to bring in that student mindset to call forth the compassion and patience that we need in order in order to be a seasoned traveler with other travelers right and then lastly what does it really mean to be an earthed soul? What does it mean to really embody this human experience and not escape it, but to be in it and to know that even though you are exploring and you are awakening and you are expanding, that you also can be an amazing human who makes an amazing um, impact on the planet. Your legacy is important. Your imprint here is important. It is divinely written. It is your birthright. And so it's important that we embrace that. It's important that we reconnect to it and that we own it. I want to thank you. I hope this spoke wisdom into your beautiful sacred soul. And I want to encourage you on your journey. And yes, yes, and yes. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today on our show. And I would love to invite you, if you're enjoying the work and the messages that are coming through, that you love on us by sharing us a quick note and maybe even a review, letting us know how you're feeling and what is moving for you as you listen to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I also want to invite you to come on over and check out the Joy Kaya website. That's J O I E K ya.com and see what we're up to. We have courses, we have workshops, and we also have some private sessions available if you're interested in working together one-on-one. I want to thank you again. Have a beautiful, blessed day.